up to another good, good morning, time to go. To the three by five life podcast you sung it this time I did. she refused to earlier so last week we spoke about midsummer slump habit change uh i committed to doing what i call clean days i've talked about clean days in the past and clean days can change for me and manifest in different ways uh but right now you know i said i have a certain amount of days between now and end of august that I'm going to commit to clean days. And a clean day for me is no alcohol, no processed carbs, no sugar. Um, and then that, then I can check the box that it's a clean day. So that's how I'm going to kind of power through the summer to try to stay on track. And I'm looking at it from the lens of energy more than just like a specific goal. Got it. So are you using the habit tracker card? I am indeed. And so your focus on month, what's the, like, why a month long instead of like a week long? So the week long, what I've found in the past is... If you miss like one day, like a, a dear friend calls you, like tonight you're a going out with friend. you're going out with some girlfriends, <laughs> uh, which is last minute. So you know you might have a glass of wine tonight, so that was unexpected, but you're not going to miss out on that opportunity because you're like, oh, then I'm not going to hit my weekly goal. So it's nice having the monthly goal, or right now this is kind of like a goal from you know now to the end of the summer. That then if you slip up one day because life happens, or you have an opportunity to go out with some girlfriends, then you don't have to like you know, hate on yourself. Be like, no, I'm not going because I have to uh, hit my clean day this week. You know, I don't think that would, it gives you a little, it gives you some wiggle room. Yeah. Some flexibility, which is really important when you're setting goals, because that's where a lot of us just throw goals to the wind. When you hit, like whether it's a smart goal or a whoop goal or whatever type of goal, usually those are in that week framework. And I think sometimes if we, let's say it's like, I'm going to work out four, four times in that week or whatever, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to work out specific days. And if it's super, super rigid, then we have, you know, more opportunity to just kind of throw it out and be like, well, I didn't hit that. So, yes. So I like that idea giving yourself some grace and, and wiggle room. Yes. And that's why we made the habit tracker cards a month long instead of a week long. Right. Yes. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So this week we are talking <laughs> about the best personal development activity I've ever done. And also, I guess it was the best because it was in the beginning, the beginning of my journey. So like 10 years ago, I hired my first uh, business coach and he had me do a strength weakness exercise. So Cool. You know, we all do those, but this one had a twist to it. So you had to email your 10 peers and ask them to identify uh, basically your a strength or like a unique capability, a unique character trait and a weakness or kind of a blind spot you have and have them give you honest feedback. So I was very scared when I hit send at the end of the workday and then the emails I was going to wake up to the next day uh, was a little nerve wracking. But being strategic, too, about who you're choosing, you want to mm-hmm. pick people who, who will give you honest feedback. And yes. good feedback is specific, descriptive and observe, observable. Ooh, wow. Like So that's what makes feedback feedback. Yes. And I think you did do some family members too, right? I did a few family members. Mm-hmm. I picked and choose which family members. Because you thought they would give you honest feedback. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But um, what came of that though was, or the, I guess the next step once I got all those <clears throat> responses in was just to, to kind of print them all out. And I took different color highlighters and I, I kind of created themes like, 
if I saw six or seven people are saying the same thing, I took that obviously very seriously. Uh, obviously, they would say it in different ways. But then it also gave me awareness that like, wow, if these a majority of these 10 people think that, then probably my larger social circle, my business circle, your church circle, all those people kind of probably view you a very similar way. Mm-hmm. So even if you kind of think you know what they're going to say, it's really powerful hearing it coming from them. I love this. And this, you know, this strength thing, it's actually perfectly timed because this week I had my grad students, I'm teaching two summer courses and I had them take this assessment called 16 personalities, which is a Myers-Briggs based um, strengths and weakness assessment. And um, I love this assessment so much. And it was actually interesting to hear the feedback from, because I asked them, where has this personality type shown up in your past? your present and your future, because usually our strengths Uh are something that are ingrained in us and that we might not even be aware that we've always presented with this type of strength or lens. And so the feedback from my students was this was spot on. This was the most, you know, um, accurate assessment I've ever taken. But what I love about this is it breaks it up into categories. So it, it gives you your personality type, but then it also says how that lends itself to the workplace. To yourself as a parent, to yourself in a relationship, what are some workplace habits that you kind of fall into? And, you know, when we talk about strengths, I also think this connects to purpose and passion. Um, you know, my, our definition or my definition of passion is basically learning everything you possibly can about yourself, like that self-awareness journey, because only through that can you possibly turn that outwards to other people. So passion is finding that best version of self and then using those strengths to then serve others or contribute outward. But we can't contribute outward until we actually know ourselves. And so these types of assessments like 16 personalities or even this exercise that you did gives us a greater awareness of self And then using that. And, you know, we talked before passion is such a a strange thing because, you know, we think about like job crafting and where we are in our current positions. And sometimes we think we're so off of where like our natural passions lie. But passions don't have to be like you're doing that thing that sets your soul on fire all the time. A passion can be reworking or job crafting what you're currently doing and leaning into some of those strengths. Mm -hmm. When we show up using strengths, we naturally have greater success, greater joy. Other people learn from us better. And so finding those little spaces to take this feedback that you're getting from whatever assessment or, you know, personal feedback that you're receiving And then looking for more opportunities with your day to day to lean into those strengths. Yes. The blind spot and the weakness piece is a trickier. That's a trickier thing. Right. And it's hard for us to receive feedback that maybe sees us in a light that we don't necessarily recognize. Right. Um, And it takes work because we are naturally inclined to, to lead, lean into strengths and, and not really look at our weaknesses and to have that feedback and then be able to, be aware of when those those opportunities show up for us to kind of redefine and rework. Mm-hmm. It again goes back to that self awareness piece. Yeah, and, and one thing we all have to be aware of that identity drives behavior. Mm-hmm. I'll say it again: identity drives behavior. So if all of a sudden people are giving you this feedback or this assessment's giving you this feedback, and then you really jive with that, and you're like, "Wow, that's how people look at me. That's how I'm being identified." Mm-hmm then you're more likely to show up with those strengths because then it's going to drive behavior because you're like, wow, that's me. So I want to be more me. And you might like double down on your strengths because it's your identity. Mm -hmm. Which will bring you more joy and fulfillment in whatever you do, whether it's a relationship or a workplace or whatever that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So 
that was kind of like such a huge pivotal part in my, my personal development journey. So I wanted to kind of share that. And Jesse's had such great success with some of these uh, self-assessment tools. And we can put some links in the show notes to some of the tools that she has used in the past uh, that we just kind of wanted to, to challenge you to do an assessment or you know, hit the send button to 10 friends or no, 10 I peers. No, I think it would be cool for you this week to tap into that 16 personalities test. There's another one um, that I use that is a little bit more tied to passion. Um, Jonathan Fields, who is in charge mm-hmm. of like the Good Life Project. So that's his website. But he he created this assessment called the Sparkotype Assessment. And um, it almost reminds me of what we were talking about with like alter ego and like that persona that you like try on or like that costume that you try on. And so it's another just like tool that you can look at. And I think that it's really interesting to help align yourself. Like, so it's leaning into strengths, but it's also aligning yourself with maybe this greater calling that you might not have discovered yet. So it kind of takes it one step further. So I'll link in the show notes, the 16 personalities and the Sparkotype assessment just for some fun. And we'd love to hear in the Facebook community kind of what you uncovered or if things did align to to what you thought or or did not. One thing I did want to mention with these assessments, too, is sometimes we have an unconscious bias for ourselves when we're taking these. So I said to Bri, it'd be interesting for him to sit next to me while I'm answering the questions to see if I'm on target. Because when I am these things in my personality assessments, I said to Bri, it's when I'm like at my best, but sometimes I veer off from my strengths when I'm, I'm not. And so it's a nice like barometer to be like, oh, I need to pull back and realign. But it's interesting how other people see us versus how we see ourselves. And yeah. sometimes it would be helpful to have some, some feedback in real time. Mm-hmm. Just some food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> so take those assessments, share with us on the Instagram or um, Facebook community group and we'd love to interact with you guys yeah so uh if you haven't subscribed please subscribe to the podcast share with a friend uh we hope you're enjoying and until next week next week see ya hello world wake me up to another good good morning